This episode of Speakers of Heidelin is made possible by our generous patrons. Special thanks to our supreme and master speakers, Omega Cat Comet, Erisu Yamakawa, Alex Franco AV, Winelow Brood, Psyche, Asuta Starbreeze, Cletus Oreo, Nina Grimstarter, Lily Black, Bob Cece, Mikta Rabentau, Anathos Moonscar, Pamela Isley, Alenriel Maximus, Codrith Novelist, Mira Miri, Celesta Nottrell, Lazy Boy, A Wild Sarah, Luke Osborne, Pandalu Stormarrow, Tex, Kai Lin, Arthur Law, Beridan Derard, Saipup, Spencer Christmas, Noi Fafnir, Celine Deloon, Wubster Wolf, Severa, Sirka Barakil, AJ Brainswordson, Kazran, Ventos Tia, Ryark Forbear, Pizza Pockets, Leighton the House, Tony, Arcadia Lunashine, and Framboise Sakuro. Support the show and become a patron today at patreon.com slash speakersxiv. Thank you. This is Speakers of Highland. Good evening, Eorsians. Welcome to Speakers of Fidelin, episode 372. I'm Lakeel Bravestone, and I'm joined today by Georgi Whiston, Mela Vanadar, and Rolodes out of the cave. I, I only for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Don't expect me about the cave. No, no. Savor uh, this moment. Uh, he will go back into a cave again soon. Uh, actually, you'll go to you'll go to London screaming. first, uh, and then yes, I'm going to visit London caves. Yeah. London caves, and then. <laughs> The old the cave will claim you again. <laughs> yeah, the, but only temporarily. Only yes. for, I'll be back before the end of November. Right, right, right. Well, anyways, mm-hmm. uh, welcome to episode three hundred and seventy-two. It is October fourteenth. It's the day after Friday, the thirteenth. We all survived. Um, did you have an unlucky day yesterday? Did anyone have? I didn't survive. Anything? You didn't. Uh, I'm sorry I'm to dead. hear that. I'm sorry to hear that. I th- I had a pretty decent Friday the thirteenth. I think I I didn't fall. I didn't break my 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 neck. <laughs> I didn't. That's positive. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's good. Yeah, uh, uh, this is my bad luck thing from Friday Thirteenth. The one of the the evil mercury leaden batteries I got from Russia there for my is. camera. Yeah, uh, I got it right, but it's supposed to have this little metal bit on there for the to make contact. Uh, it just fell off for some reason. Okay. Uh, so I just wasted my money. It's that very <laughs> famous high manufacturing mm. quality. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I, luckily I bought multiple because I'd expected that these might not be in good shape. Right. So, right. Yeah. Wasted yeah. mercury battery. Might as well eat it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh. <laughs> my my thirteenth was earlier in the week, but I will not go into that. Uh, not watch, again. Uh, no, Yesterday. Never hearing that story again. <laughs> you will not discuss that in, in such a place that you kept for posterity. No. Yeah, I will not repeat it. Uh, okay. So, anyways, uh, today uh, we are uh, having a great discussion. Now, uh, please um, buckle up because we're going to talk about oh. the state of the game. Uh, I don't even want to go. I, I mean, it's obvious why we're going to talk about it. Um, but uh, rest assured, it'll be fine. Okay? It'll be fine. 
Yeah. Um, Our opinion's the right one. Don't we, worry exactly. about that. We're the only yeah. ones with the right opinion. We're the arbiters of truth. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, we'll also very quickly talk about uh, the short stories on uh, the um, Lodestone. Um, the uh, Tales Under the New Moon. Mu- <laughs> stories and we'll be reading mogmail for real this time we'll be reading your mogmail um so uh, i will say right now as of recording this episode you cannot send us mogmail um because there's a problem with our mogmail system so uh until that's been fixed it should probably be fixed by the time you see this on youtube but you cannot send us Mogmail right now. I'm sorry. Moogle has it. lost his post bag. Yes. And he's looking for it. Yes. Yeah, beat up in Detroit. And, t- and his palm hurts. Yes. He has a sensitive palm. Yeah. Mogmail, I will say, Mogmail has a really good, like, there's no, barely any downtime from Mogmail. It's been really oh, yeah. pretty, pretty, well, it's had a few downs, but... Um, anyways, anyways, uh, we're going to read Mogmail today, so stay tuned for that. In the post-show, questions from the syndicate. We actually, now we have, I... A lot. I asked for more, and I got more. So we have, mm, we yeah, have questions. We yeah. Uh, we'll also uh, wrapping, uh, be wrapping up um, My Immortal, hopefully. We will time. see. I feel like I keep saying it now. <laughs> we'll I don't think, just stop saying it, because <laughs> I don't think we will. Well, Especially yeah. with the amount of questions we have, and it's like, you've seen how long the last section is. Yeah, I know. Each I captures know. like a whole, whole massive God, page. Darn it. Okay. Well, anyways, uh, that's uh, that's that. So, uh, welcome to the show, everyone. Um, we'll start off with a channel update. The fan fest. Well, fan fest. First of all, is next. It's so week. close now. Yeah. It's next. Mm. Saturday. Yeah. We're not even the right country, and it's next week. Yeah. Oh my God. And yeah. our the Speakers Network stream schedule is now available on our website, speakersxiv.com slash fanfest2023. Or if you're watching on-demand links in the description. And I think there's a command for it in chat. It might be fanfest. Uh though okay. I Try it. I dare not. There it is. Yeah. Um, that's where our schedule is right now. So you can go there now and see we're essentially covering we're covering all of it. Yeah. Um, except for the the the, um, the things we can't. The but now, well, actually, Nikhil, maybe we can get Georgi and Roller to just hold their phones up and live stream the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be the last time we stream. Uh, yeah, I think well, we what a way to go out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there. Um, yep. There you go. Uh, obviously, Georgi and Roller will be going as well to uh, London. Yeah, we'll uh, regularly phone them throughout the day while they're trying to enjoy it. We have it. not. And uh, and ask them questions. We have uh, we're, not we're planned conduct, any of that, but we're gonna conduct street interviews, guys. We're gonna go up like, oh, <laughs> I feel it's about your most hated character in Final Fantasy. <laughs> I feel like we should at least once try to get a hold of you. That while would you're be there, fun, yeah. But oh, we'll okay. see how the tech works. Uh, for what if we get a DM from Rollo yeah. and it's like we've cornered Yoshi P. Quick, give us a ring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, there you go. We are. Ready to go. Um, ready to go. How does it? It must be weird because in a week from now you'll be in London. You're oh here in God! Yeah, that is it, wild. It, These it, two it, bozos in London. In the non-Europeans like too. Yeah, the non-Europeans. In, in three days we'll be in London. Oh <laughs> my God! Oh, that's uh, true. Uh, I still got to pack. I got to. Same. Uh, yeah. Oh. And then. 
lot to do. All the that travel, and then you leave, and then London. you realize, oh, I'm in London. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I travel all this way for London. Yeah. Uh, well, this, I'm, I got some cool stuff planned. Yeah, Rollo, Rollo's ready, so that's good. Rollo is Rollo, who is the most anti-British person we've ever met. Yeah, is so excited for London because you realize it's actually a very interesting place. Lots of I, it's just full of London. I, lots of historical stuff. I like stuff. history. Yeah, yeah. I like um, art. I like all that stuff. It's just it's got loads. Unfortunately, of it's London. English, but you know, yeah. well, think, some of it might I not think, be English. Right, that's true. I think Rollo would enjoy London more if it wasn't full of Londoners. Yeah, yeah. everyone would enjoy London if it wasn't full <laughs> of Londoners. That's true. It's a great place, just full of the worst like, people society has to offer. Yeah, like puts like Germans. Just put yeah, like that some, would be nice. Just, yeah, just, just populate Germans with Germans. Are nice. yeah. yeah, yeah. Let the Germans have London. Mm. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, anyways, that's uh, yeah coming up. We're all hyped for that. Um, mm. Expecting. What do we expect to see from from the keynote? Something uh, tangible, um, new job or something. Oh, I guess we should make a prediction, right? Because it's, it's yeah. going to be the last this one. The last for, chance. Um... Well, technically, mm -hmm. there is a Mela and I will be able to do our last minute one before. So That's yeah. true. You two can do it um, now. I guess you can lock in, lock in. I think this is the one we'll get. Beat no. Maybe no, say it. We'll get say it, Rar. No, I don't think female Frostgar is happening until J JP. And no one thinks it is. So if you say it is Rono, what a hero, eh? Uh, yeah. Um... <laughs> um, it's uh, tough. I, I I think they're gonna announce a new system, a new like a oh, new type of content in general. Okay. Uh, whether that be expanded Criterion Dungeons, it might not be called that, but it'll be like kind of the same system, but like uh -huh. expanded. Mm -hmm. Um, I think maybe an adventure zone. They'll just flat out say it's happening, mm -hmm. right? Um, or, or exploratory zone mission, whatever they're called. Yeah. Right. Um, like Eureka. Yes, like yeah, like, no, like Bosia, like yeah. Diadem. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I think it's one of those. We're gonna get one of those. All right, sure. new big okay. major system. Uh -huh. Okay, all mm -hmm. right. Uh, Gyorgy, do you wanna? I'm well. I'm expecting the first of the two jobs, so we'll probably get the what. All right, lock the, in which one, one it is. The warrior black is the one. What? Oh, the name. Mm -hmm. You've um, you got to get specific, Gyorgy, if you want that black and white moment. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Uh, well, I'm not going to privateer. Um, okay. Because okay. no one's saying You're privateer. You said it too Everyone's fast. Slower for the black Pri and white. Privateer. Look go. into the camera seductively and say it. <laughs> no. no. Um, privateer. The, and I'm expecting them to reveal at least one more zone, hopefully two of the, the new zones for the expansion. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's possible. All right. Well, we'll see in just a week. Um, so there you go. FanFest schedule is up if you want to know what we're covering, which is essentially everything. So you can watch all of FanFest with me and Mela, uh, and then mm -hmm. we'll be we'll play the Spot Rollo and Georgi game as well. I'm so doing. excited for that. We finally I'll, have someone I'll, to spot and we know what it looks like. Yeah. I'll shave my head, like, bald, and then you can see, like, the shine of the lights <laughs> bouncing off my head. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> yes! Wax it like a yes, bowling ball. Yes, yeah. please. I'll, I'll get the, like, the orbital sander and just get Georgi, like, bumping <laughs> my head as bright as possible. Yes! uh okay uh well there you go that's um that's what we're good we can look forward to next week uh let's jump into recent events well not really that recent 
it's not that recent. And <laughs> it's actually really old events. It's um, there's nothing else. Uh, we're going to yeah. talk about Tales Under the New Moon today. <laughs> well, yeah, there's nothing else because we're in the the calm before the actual storm that is next week. Yes. Why would they reveal anything this week? Exactly. So it's uh, a perfect time for us to discuss the the short stories that were released for the tenth anniversary. Um, they're uh, they're available on the Lodestone if you haven't read them. We're go- we're gonna. I mean, we're, we're not gonna, gonna re- go through them deeply. No, we're just gonna give like our our thoughts on them essentially. Just like, yeah. Um. So there were four stories. There's a fifth one coming based on the uh, the um, <laughs> survey that they um, published a oh a month ago now. Um. So um. But we we're gonna review the four ones that are available, obviously. I will start with the first one as As Your Fades, which is a Estinian slash this was the flashback. One. Uh, this was very tragic. One? Yeah, it was a very tragic story about Estinian's descent into alcoholism. It was very <laughs> funny. Like yeah. it was so real. It was like I've never touched <clears throat> liquor. And, mm, actually, it's kind of nice. And That's it was true. full Rollo during the Eureka times, the Sangria. Guys, I'm uh, on the rum again. And then he like he gets a bit clean towards the end. It's a great story. Yeah. He should go. There's nowhere though. He's better. <laughs> Jumping while inebriated is always better. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hmm. I mean, I think it's a it's a it's an okay it story. Nice yeah. It's it's just about um uh, you're getting on. I have we ever heard of an, any evidence that any of the previous Azure Dragoons had fused with and Nidhogg's eyeball in the same way that Estinian did. I was thinking I about that one. I thought they all I... just passed it on before it happens. Yeah. Is my understanding. But this seems to imply that every single time it's passed on, you're doomed. Well, I don't know if it... No, it might just be that Haldreth didn't realize and like because of that, like everyone passed it on before Maybe, he got yeah. fused with the eyeball. Like He was the warning. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's fair. It was, it was a nice little story. It was cool, I guess. Got a yeah. bit of early Dragoon lore. Mm. Um, and then um, we got Bringer of Shadow, Bringer of Light, which is the Ranjit uh, Minfilia Finally, story. Finally, fleshed out. Interesting, And actually. I still don't care. But yeah, yeah don't it's, care. it's interesting. Wow. But I was more interested in everything but Ranjit in, in the story. So, you know. I, I wanted more about, like, the... The Thancred being attacked in the streets of Garlemald was more interesting than. <laughs> he wasn't in Garlemald. He was. He was in a. He was in a province that was like four hundred oh, yes. miles yeah, west, west or east in one direction of mm, Garlemald. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he's exploring places we can't go right now. Yes. Yes. Whereas Ranji's a, a dead idiot who had His... no plot. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if Thancred's map has less clouds on it. Oh, for sure. What about the giant? And Gar- I need to know <laughs> what's I going on. To... Yeah, they got rid of him. Yeah, they they said him. you're going to meet him. They'd... They did. You should be just a liar. Stop lying to me. <laughs> Don't trust a word out of that man's mouth. Um, well, it was... Nothing he says at FanFest will be true. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, That's my prediction. What was interesting about this story is that they were trying to give Ranjit a background and like a relationship with Minfilia that still didn't quite add up for what he did at the end. Like, they even tried to add some quotes from the game to, like, try to tie it together to what to, with the story they gave, and it just, it didn't quite work. 
They tried to make him more sympathetic, and he was he was trained as a child, yeah. like soldier, and he didn't, you know, he. They was, were almost like siblings, so much. Like, like they they, they trained together. That was yeah. the whole thing. But then at the end, the original Minfilia, the, the, yeah, the original, yes, obviously, yeah. Um, but yeah, whatever. It's it, it's okay with Ranji. It makes me feel like he was a larger part of the Shadowbringers story, maybe in like the first couple drafts, because mm. like there's so much work put into like some of his stuff especially his like model in particular yeah it is so mm. detailed for someone who is ultimately like not that important or super relevant true i agree he might have been like a drop thing that that's possible yeah it feels like that um, he kind of was just a pop-up essentially he just yeah he felt weird like a, we've he talked, was just we've, always there and he just a lot about up, kicked someone and then run away yeah, yeah. yeah like they, he was they someone like not use him so mm. yeah mm. he was someone that pro who projected important more importance than he ever had yeah mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah well if you wanted some more backstory on ranjit they have tried to cobble something together that means a good story but i don't know i don't know if i buy it but you know it's canon um it next mm -hmm. is in storm's wake which is the... i think this was my favorite one. Oh, which one was this again this was graha going oh, graha. he had a summon to see him and he yes. was super nervous and then he went there and they had like i like the ones where people just meet up and eat like you know the <laughs> one where they're in the bismarck it's alizé and yeah, yeah, yeah. And i like yeah. those stories because yeah. they're kind of real things that just happen in the world so mm -hmm. they feel more immersive to me yeah. i liked this one quite a bit yeah he's got an audience with him essentially and they're talking about and corvos that's i mean that's the biggest part yeah there, is that because he was going to meet with a bunch of former province leaders of former galleon provinces including corvos yes and she was originally asked thancred because thancred has been to corvos or locus aminas mm -hmm. but thancred said that graha would probably know more yeah so yeah. We, so we got a little bit of backstory, I guess, for Corvos. A lot, some of it we already knew, but uh, it was, yeah, it was interesting. It's still shrouded in some level of mystery. Yeah. But it feels more and more like we're going to visit at some point recently soon. Yeah. yeah. We didn't feel we didn't know that um, it was essentially like farm, originally a farm of farmland made by like Makote slaves from the Elegan Empire. Right. We didn't know that. Mm. Right. No, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so that's yeah, that is in Storm's Wake. Good, good story. Uh, good, uh, good for lore if you want lore mm -hmm. about Corvo specifically, uh, but also about Hian. Um, then, last we have a Legacy of Hope, which is the level year. This one was good too. Story. Grandpa. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, this was the picnic. The Louis Swap picnic. picnic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's Alphino going to uh, Labyrinthos. Labyrinthos for the first time. Yeah. Before it was public. Yes. Yeah. They, they just, got privilege. just turned on the wind machines uh, mm. when they arrived. And they realized how realistic it was. Yeah. Uh, the only, mm -hmm. I liked seeing uh, Moonbreed hair. I liked seeing Rambro's hair. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. The, <laughs> the person who I found most unusual to be here is Dickon. Yeah, Dickon kind of felt yeah, a little agree. odd, but you know, whatever. How did he sneak into the super top secret labyrinth? <laughs> he's, 
He's the chef. Everyone loves the chef. Yeah. I think he was invited. I think the story outright says that Emilian's told him to yeah. like yeah. like ask him to come. Emilian's oh. has all the power in this world. Yeah. That's yeah, a very Yeah. I very love good. looking at the pictures in, in this one because you just see Louis Slaw and his fucking one point his sabatons. Yeah. His little puffy yeah. top. Hell yeah. Which is like such an yeah. old 14 like design idea. Yeah. Like, yeah. Surrounded by a... like but modern 14 outfits. Yeah. In the, in the picture, you he see re... Gallop as well with his back uh, turned and he's also wearing that puffy, same puffy he outfit is. as Louis was. Like it. It makes them look like a weirdo. Like, <laughs> yeah. Are mean, boomers yeah. just dressed like that? It's boomer. In Charlie, <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah, boomer just seeing, Yeah, seeing, seeing Louis Soir next to like Orianger and Moonbreather in really modern outfits that they'd never wear again yeah. until around Shadowbringers. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Even yeah, very strange. Yeah. Think it over his fucking casual metal sabotage. <laughs> he wears yeah. two. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't give him a different... It's an impromptu picnic. Yeah, but why didn't they give him like a a Charlian outfit for when he's in Charlian, so they could like excuse his outfit for like being like expeditionary his, outfit? For I when think he went it's to... fused to his skin in the model. At this I point. see. Because <laughs> I don't think so we they wouldn't, don't have a choice. I don't think we wouldn't recognize him. He's a very no, that is he true. has a unique face. I mean, have we? He have we ever seen him in anything else? Maybe he doesn't have a model underneath that. That's year. true, and they just didn't want to make a new one for yeah, just it's a, a criticism of everyone here. Everyone bar Orange and Moonbreeder are in whatever they normally wear anyway. That's true. That's no, also the F of Eight reference with Angelo. Yes, Angelo and he's a uh, hmm. what Corgi? Corgi. He's, he's a Corgi. Corgi. He's a Corgi. Yeah. Little, yeah. little sausage there. Fortunately, mm-hmm. is in his um, old gear though, like his adventuring one, not, not as the usual. Um, oh yeah, fancy whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, yes, yeah. Oh, that is true, actually. Yeah, yeah. But Urianche um, is completely out there in this, like the Shire gear that he would. He yeah, really would never. Yeah, would never. <laughs> yeah, well, the, go put on the also... fucking tarp. <laughs> put on the tarp. We also learned that the. Uh, Labyrinthos is um, geographically designed after Corvos, so that is That's true. what we would potentially see if we visited Corvos. Two Corvos things. Do you think they're saying that so we we now have a headcanon of what Corvos looks like, so we never have to go there, or are they setting us up for a visiting at some point soon? I sincerely hope it's a visit. It's set up for a visit. I hope so. Yeah. Too. Yeah. We'll uh, see. We'll see. Uh, so that is uh, that's all the the stories for now. There will be a fifth one, um, but yeah, don't know when that could be about any character you select. Selected, mm. you know, it could be um, Yustola probably, or it could be that stupid Astrid girl, or it could indeed be Logistics Node B. So if it's Astrid, I'm gonna actually like. <laughs> oh, if it's Astrid, Astrid I think sweep, I'm... let's go, Astrid gang. <laughs> if, if it's Astrid, I'm joining the enemy side of the great discussion. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you um vote in the, the <clears throat> survey? Yeah. Yeah. Who no. did you pick? I think I picked um not a particularly out there choice, but I think I picked um Edmond. I don't think I did oh, the that's survey. A good choice. I don't think I did uh, the survey. I didn't, I didn't do it. I was too busy at the time. Just double check. Okay. Yeah. I, I picked Hitler Deus. 
Oh god. Who's Sorry, I just had the first I just had the first part of it. Yeah. Yeah, good choice. Okay. Um, That'd be interesting to get some more old school love about I mean, it. I mean Especially now that we know that Biogot worked for Hithodeus, that could actually is more uh, like Yeah. God stuff Lord. for them to work with for a story. Hmm. Hmm. That would be nice. It'd be good now that the now that the twelve has been outed. It'd be cool to get some stories about what they did at the time, I guess. Hmm. Okay, well, there you go. That is the Tales Under the Moon story. Uh, Decent. And now we have to wait for the last one to complete it. All right, uh, that's it. Uh, It's time to move on to Mogmail. So let's just do that. Here we go. Oh boy, this is from Tir- What? I'm sorry, hold on. He's giving up. Tyriel Udestand from Ultra. Udestand. I, I think I did. So, I'm sorry if I butchered your name. Tyriel, like the, you know, the angel. Tyriel. Oh, Tyriel. I mean, okay, that's true. Hello, speakers. I hope you're doing well. I've been very slowly playing through Endwalker on my alt, and I happened to come across something that has got me thinking. In the discussion uh, about Dynamis, Hermes mentions. Uh, that the Elpis blooms were a natural phenomenon as opposed to an ancient creation. That sent me spiraling, because you can draw a direct line that goes from the discovery of Elpis blooms to Hermes creating Meteon, which leads to the advent of the final days, which leads to the creation of Hydlin and Zodiac, and so on and so forth. So what about the Elpis flowers? Were they really a natural occurrence, or is there more to them than meets the eye? I mean... Hmm. I like to think that they're a natural occurrence. I would like to think that we didn't live on a blank canvas of a planet before <laughs> the first ancients sprung forth to yeah. give birth to sharks and dogs and mosquitoes. Can you imagine? That's like, kind of my main issue with the ancient ancients. creation magic. Yeah. It has to be stuff ha- beforehand. I mean, it seems like there was, and they just utilized it in their magics. Yeah. Yeah. We know that life can exist without ancient mm. intervention. There's a whole other planets out there that exist without people yeah. with creation magics. That's true. Yeah, we just get into that. This is it would a... be cool if there was like a pro- super mega progenitor, like mega alien thing that planted the Elpis flowers, and now we're going to get the old gods. But and it's, they're probably just cool flowers that exist. Hey, yeah. maybe it was Ultima's race. Oh, maybe. Uh, this is a question for all the uh, horticulture people out there, all professional botanists. Uh, what would be the evolutionary advantage of being able to react to dynamis? Like, it's just like a genuine question. What, like, you know, I, if I, someone I, meant I, you I, harm, if you could tell, if you could feel that they wanted to pick you, you could look more threatening. Or the less, flower. or less, you know, yeah. enticing. Or less desirable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you could look ugly mm. suddenly. They're like, oh, I don't want to look pick you withered. Is it... Like, yeah, it depends on what also they need to sustain life. Like, if they can sustain enough dynamis, it allows them to exist in environments that aren't necessarily uh, friendly towards other plant life. Yeah, and in real life, most flowers use UV patterns to attract insects for pollination. But these would be able to potentially just change how they look and get every pollinator to come and suckle on their sweet, sweet nectar. True. 
I don't know if it changes their form. I think it only changes their color. Yeah, it's just UV a, is a color. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. So emotions are a color. Fact. Yeah. Right. If you have bad vibes, these plants will know. That's exactly. True. Yeah. They're feeling very, very <laughs> green right now. Yeah. Um, I, I do think that they are just a natural occurrence. Yeah. That's it's okay yeah. to say that in this fantasy context. I think it's just a funny question to be like, why would they? Do yeah. This yeah. Yeah. Because imagine. I think they have... Yeah. Go on. I think they have to be natural because. Dynamis is such an unexplored phenomena, and it's unique that um, Hermes was exploring them. So I feel as if, like, I don't think any ancient would have created them. Yeah, no, true. Also, That's true. There had God. Imagine if the world was they had to make everything. Like being born as an ancient, into oh, the, like so the boring. first age, to be like, oh, for fuck's sakes, you know, I have to like make everything. Oh, grass. <laughs> There's no. Did they make the other ancients? Mm. Yeah. Mm, yeah, they, I mean, the ancients must have come into being at some point. What did they evolve from? They, they, um, I Eggs. think, um, mm-hmm. what's her face? <laughs> Mr. Mrs. Heidelin lady. She, she, uh, um, yeah, she found, she found the, I mean, she just found the theory of evolution and saying that she, that she, basically, came from, yeah. oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She is Darwin. Right? Yes, I think it was. Story. Yes, it was. It was last uh, season's short story. I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she said that they evolved like any other creature, I guess. So Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, uh, thank you, uh, uh, Tyriel, uh, for your Mogmail. Uh, next uh, Mogmail, let's just uh, go in. This is from Gizmo Gear Changer from Famfrit. Gizmo? Hello again, speakers. I have a bunch of questions that I'm going to send as a few different Mog letters. So feel free to spread these out. One of my favorite uh, things to do recently has been revisit older episodes of the show. And in one particular episode, oh, you have mentioned issues <laughs> you were having and having to scrap an entire storyline within Roar, Soar, and Core, question mark, along with mentions of Dark Lokeel. I'm curious what the story and the behind the scenes of it was, uh, if you wouldn't mind sharing. Love the show. Keep up the great work, speaker- speakers. Signed, uh, Gimo. Change your name. That's suspicious. They did. Yeah, maybe that's the nickname. Who are you, Gima Gizmo? Um, uh, that's all you, Lukeo. Go ahead. Tell them of Dark Lukeo. Well, it's a long time ago. I've, I think, okay, so, okay, I'll, I'll um, so there was back in the old days, in the early days of this channel, there was an idea that there was going to be a storyline that was going through every single. Um, retrospective story that would culminate in like um, I don't even you know what it's so long ago I'm starting to forget what the purpose was Um, yeah the shows were going to like meet at some point specifically Soar and Roar they were going to have elements Mm. that would start appearing more and more frequently until you would start to see the pattern and then they would like meet Uh, and then there would be a new story out of that I think the um I think the name for that show was just called like it, it never got a real title. It was called like Soar Stories or something. I think was the just the working I title. Think we orig- we originally thought to call it Tales of a Realm. Well, that was later. That was when we like started to like okay, that was later. Try to pick it back up again. Um, but the the f- so I placed a couple of a few characters that were supposed to be important in that storyline throughout the episode and there would be in like there would be like char- like weird things on screen um at random points that you wouldn't really notice 
But then the point was that once you started to notice, and I, I, and after a big reveal episode, you could go back and try to like see them, like and get mm -hmm. like a you know replayability. Uh, you know, it would be fun. I thought, um, but that was not the case. Uh, when uh, one Halloween, I decided to make a Halloween episode of uh, Remnants oh. of a Realm. <laughs> No, oh, the famous Halloween one, the best episode that no one, no one wanted. And us. it was like a a haunted episode, so everything like the panels were broken, and like the my voice would change, and there would be weird things. I would say weird things and weird things on camera, uh, on camera, on uh, on screen, uh, and everyone. Well, I say everyone, but a very loud, be it mi majority or minority, really hated this episode. Uh, <laughs> the the dislike ratio was like, you couldn't, it was back when you could see the bar. You couldn't see the like, you couldn't yeah. see the likes on the bar. So I, I panicked. I pulled the episode and I sat up all night re-editing the entire episode without all of the references. I just, I, I spent, I didn't sleep. I couldn't sleep. Just did the whole thing, re-uploaded as a normal video. And it's specifically the, um... Ifrit, uh, it has Ifrit on the thumbnail. It's called, it's called like Ifrit Bleeds. A it's something Ifrit related, I think. Mm -hmm. If you watch that episode, you'll notice that there's one thing I couldn't do because it literally took hours to render, and that was the music. Um, the music player is still in the Halloween skin. That's the only remnant that's left in that episode. So there's like a bit of a uh, remnant, remnant lore in Remnant. remnant. Of a realm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that was too much of an overreaction, <clears throat> I think. You were too harsh on yourself. Well, I was yeah, I was I new to the scene. Had no, I mean, I was trying to curry favor, and I felt like it was over. <laughs> I thought I were canceled. <laughs> it's over. Uh, and then one of the characters people didn't get canceled back then. No, it wasn't called canceled. No. It just meant you're you you blew it. You fell out. You of can the be algorithm. a little cringe as a treat, you know. Like there's nothing wrong. with Well, that, that yeah. I already was at the time. Remember, I also had that, you know, the Skrillex joke from the Fallen Rider. Oh, that was, that was great. Still fresh in my mind. I'm like, I uh, did it again. I did it again. So um, <laughs> you can still see them in the old Remnants of Realm episodes. You can see this character, specifically one character that the community dubbed Dark Lakeel, but that was never his name. But that is what we have just picked up. That's the 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 Discord bot uh, is called Don't Dark Lakeel. Original still unlisted, or did you just like entirely? Pull it is, and I think, <sighs> I think if you're a patron, if you go to Patreon and search, oh, I don't know, lost episode or maybe Halloween episode, or so the, it is on there. I think they, I think mm. I released mm. it for them, but um, it's still there. So, yeah. uh, for mean, them, but yeah, it is unlisted. Dark you can't see them anymore. Dark Lakeel's true name is in the current music wait screen. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yes, that's true. Uh, he is, I mean, he's just become like a part of the channel now. But he he, he yeah. has no function anymore. He's just an entity. Yeah. Um, but you can still see all of the, the background characters in the early ones. Yes, you can. Uh, you can see uh, a character that no one knows anything about, Dunstan. Like you can see in like a lot of Roar uh, episodes, he's everywhere in the Roar episodes. Dunstan's not Dunstan. the coolest one. Well, Dunstan is the coolest one because we have. Oh. No, Dunstan. Yeah, Dunstan's but though it's relevant. Yeah. I don't know if we ever said the name of the 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 best one, the rogue then. Oh, Blowfist? No. That's a real well, character. The, you know, 
Siri woman. Oh, well, that was, yeah, well, that, yeah. He's based on Siri woman, but he yeah. isn't Siri woman. He's, he's not actually he's Siri woman, based on, that was the best timeline. Yeah, that's, we're not going to go down that no, road No, that's again. a whole different story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, uh, no thank you, Cafe, uh, to that request. The best picture you can ever see of <clears throat> Dunstan, which you'll never see, is Dunstan after the uh, five-year time gap. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> that's an internal... That that's a joke for Jeff for us, yeah, but that's... That was funny, though. God, <laughs> yeah. that was during the worst time when we thought doing an audio book would be a we good idea. We did... <laughs> God, that was shit. We did... So we... Nothing's better than... What's a good audio book to kill? Is it... Is it the microphone quality completely flickering between all different levels every five minutes? It was shit. I think. Listen, I think I, turned out okay. Welcome to a speaker's audiobook. Could you guys, hey guys, uh, it's me. Dustin. I think. I think you have a very. I think you have a, a warped uh, memory of what that sounded yeah. like, man. It was actually pretty well made, sounded, if I may say so. I, I can't think remember. It sounded. It, audibly, I think it was. Perfectly. It was, was funny because Rollo exactly. played Rollo played a, a guard. Remember that Rollo? Yes. <laughs> okay. The thing about that is that like when I went in, yeah. I expected like it's gonna be mean Lukeel at like at best. Just like okay, he like kills you, like, okay, read the line like this, and I'll be like, okay, it came out, you know, I'll, I'll I'll give a take. And they're like, okay, try it like this. Okay, I give it a take. No, it was all of us at the same that time. Was the problem. And I could oh, not yeah. keep up it, it one it made me nervous. And then two, it was hard to keep a straight face because these fucking guys were like giggling all the time. Like, the fuck up? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a, it the process wasn't wasn't good. We should have done it one on one. I think it's just the worst way to record it. Like, I yeah, yeah. I, I can't keep it up, man. Um, it's your line too, really. but for the yeah, we Imagine we just like all voice recording was done in purely table uh, read form. Well, that's what we did. That, we 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 essentially did a table read. And then use the recording of that as the basis of our uh, uh, the audiobook. That's essentially Incredible. what we did. Which... Yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> I liked it because there was a, a level of group kind of planning, and it was it was a, it was a real project we had on the. Go. Oh yeah, it was big. when we we were gonna, oh, yeah. we were going to revive it. We did. Oh, I did so much like prep for that. Like we were, I was ready to record it. Um, we did, I did test shoots. We, I had figured out a way to do like a super wide shot so I could hide like all the stuff that I needed to like use to manipulate the camera and stuff on the sides of the screen and then only capture the 1080 feed. It was a whole mm. whole thing because there I was going to be machinima as well. Too. Like, you can still mm -hmm. see some of the aren't they still? Don't you have some of the sets, uh, sets laying around on your characters? <sighs> he, well, the only one left now is the in my apartment. My apartment yeah. is the office. That was a big secret for a while, office. too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go to Lokio's apartment. But, oh, but in my... What used to be in my um, pri private chambers in um, the FC house was the the set for the t the camp tent in... Oh, yeah. That one had the tent. Yeah. That's oh. that's gone now. But, yeah, that mm -hmm. was that was the whole thing as well. It you was know, a good time. Yeah. Let's let's try again, but this time better, and also not mm. record like we did last time. <laughs> I think Tales of a Realm. So there's a series for patrons called Return to Soar. I've gone through all of it there. So oh, if you're interested in that, you can you can go through that. The you get yeah, the whole rundown. I read through all of our docs 
from from wow. so, yeah 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 nice uh, did you show them the picture i didn't show them the picture but i did describe See, that you, sh- oh, okay. you should show them the, the picture, picture is the funniest actually maybe I the description alone the description alone does not like so like no it's the image itself the image that truly it. brings it together on top of our our character uh, sheets there was a picture of what they looked like during before the calamity and after and the after picture for dunstan is very funny if you know you know uh if you know you know okay anyways enough of that i think we uh, <laughs> uh have done enough let's uh, move on to uh god making me laugh just thinking about it uh all right uh thank you um Thank you, <laughs> thank you, Gizmo. Uh, or Gamo. Or Gamo. Or Gamo. Um, do you think we'll have time for that plus the one that I want to do? Um, yes, I think we do. Okay. I think we do. Yeah. Let's do another one. Here we go. This is from Trinity Rain from Halicarnassus. Uh, Halicarnassus. Which uh, data center is that? Uh, is that a... Any mm, kind of... Is that an one? Or is that uh, is that Australia? No, it's not. A, no, no, okay. no. Australia is all Heavenswood primals. Oh, that's the new one. Oh, yes. okay. Yeah, that's one. Yeah, okay. I see. I see. Thank you. Um, this is uh, yes. So uh, Trinity Rain. Uh, hello. During episode three sixty seven, you talked about the gap or lack in content between six point five five and seven point I am pretty sure Yoshi P hinted at bringing back old events. Do you think the devs will fill the void with activities like Yokai, 15 crossover, and or brand new 16 crossover? I have friends who started playing during Shadowbringers and Endwalker and have become grand collectors and are butthurt over not having Yokai minions and weapons, and of course, the regalia mount. I can see the Yokai and 15 events being used as buffers, but will those be enough? Is there any old events they haven't put on the Mog Station, never to return to the game? That they can dust off and use as content. Uh, uh, not again! <laughs> I worked yeah, so hard for my Yokai <laughs> Yeah. Um, you can't yeah, keep but... doing this. You can't keep bringing back Yokai events. There's new weapons this time, Mela! I don't care about the new weapons. <laughs> suffered for this. Get the sperm mount. Bring. Again. Don't bring back Yokai until you're willing to bring back the feast mount rewards into somewhere to get them. Bring I'm them back. Surprised into the game. they still are yet to do that. I know they're, they're just they. I'm sure they said they would. Hmm. Also, they said you'd be able to get old. You'd be able to get old series rewards in the future, but they're all exclusive. Like they just go back on their word all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I don't think the 15 crossover in Yokai Watch would be suitable um, as a, a, a bridging the gap thing because the majority of people who might fall off during that time probably have already done them. Well, they're going so to add they more to good, the Yokai Watch if that comes yeah, back. Yeah. You can add the new weapons, which is cool, but it won't mm. won't take most people that long. There's, 16s a crossover would be good. Though. There's the old classics Breaking Brick Mountain, which is the... No, you can't Dragon have that Quest anymore, can you? Because... Can, can oh, you buy can the you? the boot? Yeah, you can. yeah. If you can buy it on the mock station, it'll never come back. I don't back. think you like, can buy the boot back. hat, right? You oh, okay. Can, I don't. Maybe think they'll so. bring that back then. Uh, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't think the slime is available still. I think the two eleven crossovers. No, I, I again Rhapsody and uh, Vanity. No, stop bringing back or? Rhapsodies. Bring back Shantoto's Revenge. 
Yeah, that would be good. Um, the part, part, it's like a, it's like a connected story, so you'd have to. Well, they can. Do, well, that's perfect, though. Well, they can do like a chained event. That's that'll yeah. fill time. Yeah. Um, for who? For, for everyone who hasn't done it. Imagine Which, how many yeah. people have not played us. the the Shantoto's Revenge one, though. That's true. That I mean, I'm, the Shantoto's Revenge one is bringing them back. Yeah. The issue is that why not Shantoto is on the Mog Station, the Irohara oh, gear is not, yeah. which is why right. they can do the Rhapsodies of Vanadil one, but they can't, they yeah, cannot do the, um, which is a shame, because I like the Shantoto event, because it even has a fate tied to it. It's yeah. better than the Rhapsodies one, for sure. It is better than the Rhapsodies one. The Rhapsodies one is good, but it's much better for you if you if you have if you have played eleven. Yeah. The Shantoto mm -hmm. one, I think, works better as a standalone event. Yeah. Exactly. Well, run the event without the minion. The problem with Shantoto's Revenge is that if you don't have the reward, the end doesn't make that much sense. They actually yeah. reference the minion that you get at yeah. the end. So I don't know if that would work. Maybe I mean, make a new just... one. Sometimes they just add like another thing to it, like genuine mm. shantoto wind up shantoto or whatever but yeah i mean I it's just a meme. yeah who cares yeah just put it in there yeah well collectors says the well, amongst me also. yeah that'll be yeah I mean, who cares about the exclusivity i mean i don't know yeah oh i don't care about i mean exclusivity. they didn't well, well, give a flying fuck about the manderville earrings yeah no, I don't <laughs> yeah yeah but you couldn't buy that that's true the well, fact that's, is that's that on you for wasting your money snubbed. Yeah, but people would feel upset if they felt no, no, no. bought the... You couldn't buy the Mandeville earrings, but they were planning for you to do that the next year, probably. They probably would have been mm. put up on the Mog Station the following year. So there is... There are... I think, I'm pretty sure they are on the Mog Station. They are now, but oh, are they've been renamed, obviously. Uh, right. uh, oh, yeah. yes, that's right. They're, they're not the true things. Yeah. Okay. Nothing's going to make me happier than the day the Legacy Tattoo is on the Mog Station. Oh! God, it'd be so funny. I would <laughs> it wear would it would be so funny. I mean... Move it's so ugly. South Korea, so if you if you want to if you want to pay five dollars to make your character look that horrible, please be my guest. Yeah. It's in a really inconvenient place. Oh, it's you never stupid. actually get to see it. Like it's it's just like it's just I gonna know. stick up every yeah. now and then. There are some gear pieces some. that it's designed with. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, but bloody one majority no. Yeah, um, that so. is true. I mean, but that's the case with a lot of tattoos. Um, I can definitely see them bringing the 15 event back because the regalia is still not on the mug station. Remarkably. Mm, true. But yeah. Can you imagine how much that would cost? Mm. Well, also, yeah, I mean, 16, by the way, did we mention that? I mean, there is, there's been a lot of 16 hints. I just, like, I'm fully happy for new players to experience all these old events, but... There are a lot of people who have been playing for a while, and I think if you only bring back old events, it wouldn't be very acceptable to a lot of people. Right. Yeah, because so like, when the new ones come to, around, cool. like, I don't do them. Why would I do them right. again? You know? of course. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad it's, it's there. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to do a 16 event. They've talked about it a lot. Mm hmm So, why not? Yeah, Joshua's little dumb outfit. It's your reward. Leave Joshua alone. Uh, okay. Uh, like, like baby. Like, yeah. Okay, I see. His yeah. little his when little he's smock when he's actually a baby. <laughs> yeah, his little mm. he looks like a little elf. <laughs> yeah. You'll get. There will almost certainly be a a toggle puppy minion. A toggle yeah. puppy minion, and maybe. See, an ambrosia mount wouldn't really be that good, but whatever. Right. No, and I also don't think toggle works as a mount. Because, no, it's a bit weird. Because toggles isn't used as a mount. True. I could see them making like um, an if 
an Efreet mount or Phoenix yes, mount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, we already have a Phoenix mount. Do you not think that would be weird? That's yeah, but it's true. not the Phoenix. Ah, uh, we'll have like. I really hope that the event is a Garuda fight. <sighs> Kill. We already have three Phoenix mounts in this game. Yeah, that's what I was going to mm. say. That's another. It, it's sure. Ifrit mount. That that's might be why they're willing to give it to us. Yeah, yeah. Ifrit would be cool. Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. Uh, the, uh, we'll see what they do to pat. Well, we've already. There's already the grave error. Four guys. Four guys is Four guys is going to be Four guys is coming. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, that event is crossover is so funny. Happening right after that company is a fucking obliterated. Oh, yeah. Epic. Yeah. Oh, that's so, sad. Yeah. Like, ooh, yeah, promoting this game for this Thanks, company epic. that barely exists. Yeah. 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 How I long love will it be up for? They will probably just have a team just making new uh, skins to rotate in their shop, and yeah. then nothing will change. Yeah. Oh well, it's a good game though. Shame. Yeah, that's sad. Um, maybe they should have got an epic exclusive deal and disappear from Steam. Maybe. Uh, okay. Um, that's. Um... That's that. Uh, we're gonna uh, do one more mog mail, and then uh, we'll, we'll call it a day here. We're not gonna call it a day. We're gonna do a great discussion. Yeah, we're ending it. Yeah. Sleep. <laughs> All right, here we go. Well, this, this mog mail will lead into this discussion. Oh, mm-hmm. did this even have audio? Okay, whatever. This is from Kylan. Very serious. From Mateus. Hi, speakers. I think Endwalker might be the point at which fourteen uh, stopped feeling like a live game. I'd like to know what you think about this. Endwalker came out two years ago. It feels to me like Square Enix created a content roadmap uh, at that time and then went on autopilot. There's always been a formula that they are following around what kind of content they create, how they design new fights, what kind of rewards they offer. But if something about the formula didn't work, they would adjust it in a subsequent patch. The diadem didn't work, they tried again. Eureka Pagos didn't work, they added Logos actions. If a job was in a bad place, they would go so far as to completely rework it. With Endwalker, they have made PvP adjustments as needed, and that's good. Beyond that, the reward structure for Criterion Dungeons made them pointless. Subsequent Criterion Dungeons didn't change this. If content dies within a couple of weeks, see Eureka Orthos, Square Enix seems, to, uh, seems content to just leave it for dead. There is no content associated with the Relic this time, and people have been unhappy about that since the first Relic step. Someone asked Yoshi P about that in an interview, and his response was, We're not changing anything. Every subsequent relic step has been the same as the first. After the second ultimate, Yoshi P posted something on the Lodestone about how unhappy he was that raiders would use third-party tools. Otherwise, there's little in Lodestone posts or live letters to indicate that Square Enix is paying attention to the community at all. In the past three years, the community has become more decentralized, distributed uh, as we are across a multitude of Discord servers instead of a central place like Reddit or the official forums. But the game, the Lodestone, and the live letters are still the core of the community, and Endwalker is, uh, and Endwalker is when these resources have begun to feel like funnels to the Mog Station. Perhaps I'm overly cynical. I've never enjoyed Savage or Ultimate, but I love everything else in 14. And Endwalker is the first time I've ever been this unhappy with the game. Please share with me your own perspectives on this topic. Well, <clears throat> with video games. I think maybe this we should just go straight into the great discussion. Mm. I think this okay. should just be the opener yeah. for the great discussion. All right, we'll, let's do that. We'll give you our advice in there. Buckle up, everyone. Advice. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Did they ask for advice? Oh, no, that's for opinion. Never mind. It's time for the great discussion. <laughs> Well, well, well. Here we are. <laughs> we got the Doomer Wojak now. Oh nice. my god. Um, I love a Wojak. Uh so uh we are uh we're at a point uh, where there's a lot of even that love for it. There's mm-hmm. there's uh there's a lot of um talk about 14 love for it. uh and it's um uh, I will just, okay. So you, you all know what we're talking about. So there, yeah. in the community now, there's a lot of talk about the decline of Final Fantasy fourteen. Mm-hmm. Um, the it's hard to like start it without like okay. <laughs> well, how about this? Yeah. Hey, why don't we go one by one and say what you think the state of fourteen is? Because I think we all come from very different places. And we might agree on some stuff. We might have different opinions on a lot of other things, too. So, uh-huh. like, look at why don't you tell us? What do you think the state of the game is like right now? Like, well, what's, it's what's hard going to just... On? You're asking a very uh, a question that, that requires a, a very long answer. We have bullet points <laughs> I mean, that we need can, to get you, through, Rolo. Yeah, okay. we'll, 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 I, we'll do this, but we'll, we'll do it. <laughs> I can't just say... Is good because <laughs> no, you're supposed to listen. We're trying to get the fucking clicks. Say it's bad. Short answer is good. Long answer. Please watch the rest of the video. Um, so we're at the end of an expansion, and as someone, I mean, we've all we can all say that we've been around for a while. So yeah. w- at least the Rum Reborn, we've all been here. So. Yeah, for a lot of people, <laughs> yeah. th- what's going on right now seems like a little scary. If you're if you're relatively new to this community, I can assure you right off the bat, this is very normal. This is a very normal mm. reaction. I think just for the first time, there's a lot more content being made about it. I think is what we're seeing now. Mm. Um, there's a lot of uh, fourteen is dying. You know videos and posts and yeah. tweets and it's so jover yeah and it it gives it drives clicks you know in yeah, some I mean, cases as uh, I, I mean you know sometimes rents do man like, yeah you gotta you you gotta yeah. you gotta make the video yeah um i think part of what we're seeing is that some of the videos so i've watched i've tried to watch some of the the videos that are have been made on this some of them are legitimate like they have concerns that are it's fair but those are concerns that you have just during the whole lifetime of a game right it's not because oh the the game is dying here is why it's more like the game has problems um this is what i want to change but it just happened the timing right now is like a little questionable, I guess, but whatever. Um, let's. I think it's better if we just talk about what happened at the end of the other, like the previous expansions in 14's okay. life. Um, mm-hmm. Let's talk about the end of A Realm Reborn, for instance, which is probably one of the better, more stable times in 14, but there was a lot of doomsaying already back then. Even the devs were worried that 14 was going to like fucking keel over. I mean, that might have been the last mm. expansion for all they know. Yes. That's, that's how it was treated. Um, that's what they were planning for. Yeah. Yes. 
if you were listening to podcasts uh, at the time, the few that existed back then, some of them were not very. They didn't. They were pr- they were pretty doomy uh, at the uh, the idea of, of an expansion. Um, the um, there's a drought at the end of every expansion in fourteen. Mm-hmm. There's always a drought um, because of how they do uh, patches. And at the end of a realm reborn, we had had um, we had been very spoiled in a realm reborn. It was a lot of. Um, Get a ninja in a patch. Yeah. That is insane. And boy, you can feel the effects mm. of that, by the way. Yeah. Uh, ninja <laughs> was in a bad place for a while. And it was, they were like, we're never doing this again. Yeah. Um, and so uh, there was a lot of like, okay, the games, is this the end of the game? And then Heavensward comes out and I was like, oh my God, best game ever. And then it was, Whoa. we're on that high again. And then there's a lull. And then it always happens in the lull. Like, oh, it's dying, it's dying, it's dying. And then a new expansion comes. And it's like, oh my god, this game is great. And then the end comes. Uh, the end of Heavensward to Shadowbringers as well. Horrible, horrible time. That's the one that I remember the most. Well, no, actually, what I remember the most is the end of Stormblood. Um, really? But... I thought that was one of the better ones. In terms no, of, we've like, talked about how this... Sentiment. Oh, no. Was it? I don't know if you remember if it was the end of... Uh, the expansion or if it was between the two last patches it was between it was between 3.3 and 3.4 actually that one correctly sorry 4.3 and 4.4 okay we said this before almost shut the channel down because i thought this game is falling apart we joined yeah Yeah, I thought the game's falling apart. Yeah, I mean, there's no. And then I came to the channel and I revitalized the whole experience <laughs> for you. Uh, yeah, it was uh, so it was bad, and I think everyone gets that feeling at least once in the game's life, where you feel like, okay, well, it's over now, and then it just surprises you because the new expansion comes and you're back on the on the back in what is it we even call it back on the the grind treadmill <laughs> treadmill. Um, Shadowbringers, yeah, end of Shadowbringers, like I mentioned. And then, now we have to remember, this is where we deviate from the usual behavioral pattern in 14. As Shadowbringers came to a close, near the end, mid to ha- end of Shadowbringers, there was suddenly the a... usual dip in mood would happen. Yeah, uh, there was a sudden surge from WoW. Like, World of mm-hmm. Warcraft, was they, they tanked. And all of a sudden, 14 had a huge increase of players coming in from World of Warcraft, uh, which we'll, we'll have a look at it in a second, but it, it greatly um, like inflated the player numbers uh, with lots of new people, lots of new content creators, lots of new people on Reddit, people on Twitter who loved the game, praised. It was like watching... Um, uh, a realm reborn like the a realm reborn mm-hmm. relaunch for me like people that were now discovering 14 and being like oh my god how did i not see this before uh this wow wave has skewed a lot of, a lot of people are now experiencing the drought for the first time right so that that's mm-hmm. number one so a lot of the people that you're seeing making posts or tweets or videos you'll probably notice that they might mention that they came from wow that might be what's happening now. They might be realizing that, oh, this game has flaws as well, just like World of Warcraft. Um, yeah. 
Battlebringers so. was that perfect storm too mm-hmm. of like wow doing poorly uh, uh the pandemic too again yeah lots of people staying inside and want to play video games um and then just kind of community bubble exploding as well never gonna happen again in this game i think not not to those heights right that was an unnatural event <laughs> so, yeah yeah uh but yeah yeah so what we're seeing now so i've also always said this like once you have an mmo that's still active it is very hard to jump ship completely mm, very and i because th- it's very. the cost sunken cost fallacy or whatever uh yeah. you it, when the buzz it stops when you're like back to reality you're like mm, maybe i do want to go back to wow and then they're like oh this oh yeah because 14 actually actually 14's kind of dying isn't it it's kind of shit and then you start with that so you start to like justify that sort of happens too i see it a lot in the in the videos that we uh, that i that i've watched and the, the posts that i've read um so that's number that's one two some of this is our legit concerns and we will get to that as well we have there there's 14 is not i mean if you watch speakers of Heidland, we are no white knights of this game uh so there's gonna be we're gonna look at both sides here but um, i mean our review was just la- our review of the patch was just last week and we definitely had plenty of criticisms yes things yeah. to compliment as well yeah honestly i feel like sometimes we're like super harsh on yeah. this game but then i see other mm. people's stuff i'm like you guys yeah are i know delusional, <laughs> yeah I would say. like we uh... I thought we were bad. Yeah, because it seems like people are now... Like, it started off with, like, valid stuff. And then it has just spiraled now. Like, people are crazy about, like, how bad 14 is. Uh, which... Mm-hmm. Chill. It's not that serious. Um, so... Um, yeah, so remember that Shadowbringers is not normal. That was an, that was yeah. a, an abnormal jump because it, the stars aligned, essentially, for 14. Um, so let's go, go into, let's get into everything. So why, why is this happening? Why are, what are people, why are people, or who, uh, who are the people that are upset? So there's two groups. There's the WoW people, WoW refugees that are now like realizing that it's, this game is flawed, essentially. But also there are people that are just fatigued, which happens. That's the main one, I think. Yes. The thing with the WoW players is... They've obviously been playing WoW since Classic Venture, whatever. And then WoW went through an unusual dip. Um, WoW's tough. WoW's truly a peaks and troughs game. Yeah. Like Cataclysm wasn't great for the game. But Mr. Pandaria had some really great dungeon content, great PvE. Mm. Then Warlords of Draenor came out, which was shit. Yeah. Then Legion came out, which was really good. Mm-hmm. It's this cycle of constantly going up and down, which must burn people out. Like Dragonflight, most people who are fans of the game would agree, is a pretty decent expansion. And I think a lot of them would have gone back to that and they found they've enjoyed Dragonflight. The ones who have stuck around here, you know, I I think that most of the people who stuck to 14 are really enjoying it still. 
because they've got so much to catch up on. The main people who are currently not enjoying it are the people who have completed the things they enjoy in the game. Mm-hmm. Let's say I love the storyline. Well, I've caught up on it and I've done all the side quests, so there's nothing for me to do now. Yes. Or I really like, uh, you know, casual dungeon content. But I've I've cut my tombstones and I've got gear for like three alt jobs. So it's not, you know, I'm not not much more for me to do. I don't want to do the hard content. Mm-hmm. There's nothing for me to do. So yeah. the thing is, 14 has a very wide breadth of content to do, but not all of it's going to appeal to you. Right. And that's an issue that is with you and with the game as to what you're willing to do. My retirement plan in 14 is to take up fishing, so I'm not doing much fishing because I know I'll enjoy it later on when I've really, you know, the things I'm focusing on is capping my jobs. I find it very boring, but the reward really? is worth it to me. That, I think really, it's the exciting I, yeah. part of, of is, is doing the job stuff. So she's well, the, jo- the job stuff, so some of the stuff around the job stuff, playing the jobs, learning their rotations, I find fun. Doing the job quests, I find mostly fun. But getting from, you know, 1 to 50 or 30 to 50, I find a struggle. Because after 50, you just do roulette. Mm-hmm. But before yeah. 50, mm. you have to do... I'm doing you know, crystalline conflict to level, and you just have to do squadrons and stuff. It's, it's more miserable low level. Yeah. 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 That's true. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I also say I said WoW players. I mean, I'm obviously some WoW players are still playing the game. I'm not saying mm. that they're leaving. I'm saying that I'll, I'll, they're the, the big, not for everyone. The big wave that came in were kind of blinded. There was Asmongold was like touting you from the rooftops. You know, fourteen is great. Come play it. You he know? really enjoyed it, but a lot of he was pushed away a little bit and also just fell off. Yeah, well, he, we, we don't have to talk about what why he left. No. But yes, he. Yeah, there well, was. Yeah, most people who play WoW aren't going to come here and enjoy the five hundred hour RPG storyline. Right, exactly. It's a tough, like it's not everyone's cup of tea to just play through a JRPG mega storyline. Yeah, exactly. most people who play MMOs want to do raiding and dungeons and gear and farm and yeah, you know, yeah. standard stuff. I. I want to talk about um, what Mela said a, a bit ago with WoW in, in terms of like its ups and downs, and just comparing it to how Square Enix deals with um, like balance or even just changes. Um, I think fourteen, or uh, I, I'll say with Blizzard, when it comes to balancing and changes or trying out new stuff, they're very reactive <laughs> and very quick about it. And you will see that in all of their games. Like, if you look at Overwatch on Heroes and how quickly they change and how they can literally go from, like, dominating comp to, like, being dog shit within, like, yeah. a couple weeks. It is frequent. Same thing with jobs or classes in WoW. Like, you will see, uh, like, was it Warlocks were on top in Burning Crusade or something? Mm. And then they got hit with a fucking nerf stick so bad that one guy <laughs> ended up making Bitcoin. He was so pissed off. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> um so, something like that um it, they're they're hammering shit out constantly but with square enix it's a much much slower pace uh at uh at change i think the fastest pace of, of changes we've gotten um would be the diadem like that was yeah two changes in the same expansion and eventually a third change um 
was a couple expansions later. Yeah. Um, but even from job balance, like in, you might see potency changes in the middle of like an expansion, but they save any bigger changes for, you know, the next expansion. And even then it might take another expansion for them to get it really where they really want it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there are pros and cons for both ways of doing it sort of. Uh, um, uh, but I think people are kind of seeing how Square Enix deals with it now with like Criterion Dungeons, for example, right? I think they know it's a good concept, right? I think they know they have something good here, but they're just kind of testing the waters, right? Right. For uh, like m- maybe mid, more mid-core four-player hard content, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the same way they did with Rathlos Extreme or the Great Hunter or whatever. Um, the, you know, testing the waters there. Maybe with the next expansion or the maybe expansion over that, actually dedicate to making that a part of like regular updates yeah and, and the like like they don't want to make anything important put it or tiny important rewards to it now because they are like still like Ooh, we're not sure so i and, think that's what we're seeing and, a lot right now yeah and they have we we know that they've already talked about the, the reward structure for criterion at the very least criterion if not variant dungeons will shift with the next patch they have said that so we'll have to That's wait and see true. what that means mm-hmm. but yeah there is some change mm-hmm. they are listening to that it seems but you do raise a good point though i like if if a class was broken mm-hmm. in most games you would expect a hot fix to come out a quick patch to get the balancing correct in this you it might be broken for three months yeah. And then yeah. they'll they'll change the like I'll change a few numbers in a patch. Well, they will and do, say we understand it's broken, but we'll do a we'll do a full rework yes. in you know a year's time. And it's yeah. like that's not always a good approach. Like for some you know some things can be left, but well, well, the well, pace of content is a toughie. We'll we'll get to this in a second. I just wanted to just finish this player thing because there is one thing that has gone made the rounds which has stoked the fires of this discussion and that is the lucky bancho census or sorry Mm -hmm. graph that was released that Mm -hmm. shows the active player count so we'll look at it now and um it looks alarming right when you look at it now this is to explain what the colors mean yeah we'll (laughs) we'll go through them so the blue that's new accounts so that is they have earned their first achievement that makes them blue red means that they have earned an achievement in the previous like quarter so they they're, they're considered time, yeah. yeah they're they're considered active so those are active um accounts and green is terminated which means they have not achieved any new achievements um past in the next um quarter so mm-hmm. they're essentially inactive accounts so when you look at just that, when you look at the color and you consider red the active players, the green one is very... That, that's the scary one, right? Because mm-hmm. the graph itself... Now, I'll try to explain this. I'm, I'm pointing as if I can on screen. <laughs> but if you look at um, the middle to the end of Shadowbringers, that's where that wow wave hit, yeah. right? So we get mm. this really huge influx of players... Um, and then, as Endwalker is released, it starts to drop. 
And that's the argument a lot of people are pulling out. Like, look at it, look at it, it's dropping. But look at the trend of all the other expansions. Mm. Yeah. There is Shadow always a drop the, before. The one. Yeah. So, people should know this is, and Chad is bringing it up. Um, this isn't fully up to date. This is, no. is as of quarter, yeah. the second quarter of this year. There has been another one uh, released since then. However, I don't think we have the graphical information. No, it's in tabular, which is not as easy to read. Yeah, there is. So, we have proof that the numbers are going back up again. Um, yeah. But this, the, the one thing that is actually worrying is that green color. Mm. Because that means people are not logging in, uh, which is well, they're not earning. You have to understand it's an achievement based. So, but you get an achievement for completing the MSQ, and that is like that's true. So they may, you know, they've not done MSQ. They've maybe not done the seasonal event. So they may have dropped off in some aspects, but you know that that green section probably has people who still play the game but just haven't earned an achievement in that quarter. Right. But the you you can probably ignore the last column. Uh, I don't know if there's an achievement for them to earn. But the fact that it is actually growing is the problem. Yes, exactly. I yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's yeah. You're it's starting to see it. Graph. You start to see it around Stormblood, um, and this is part of their like. If you don't, if you're bored, play another game thing. People are mm-hmm. doing that, and it is now starting to like. You, results. We're getting the results yeah. of that now. Um, so, um, but if you actually ignore the color and just look at the graph, the graph is essentially on par with the player base. Um, I mean, it's higher than Stormblood. It's higher than all of Stormblood. So, um, we're, it's still good numbers. It's actually around uh, the level of launch of Shadowbringers. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's... it's Surprisingly, this game is still popular. <laughs> yeah, and we've had an increase mm, again now. Like yeah, uh, there will be there will be more increases now as FanFest is starting up again. There'll be another influx yeah. of players, and then of co- course, when Dawn Trail comes out, there will be a lot more. So the 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 numbers don't support the Final Fantasy XIV is dying. I think we're <laughs> just seeing the decrease in from the wave of like yeah. wow players that came. <laughs> Um, I also think the increase in the lack of achievements in that quarter might be a result, like this is speculation, might be the circumstances of there being an increased patch cycle and a result of there not being a patch within that particular well, quarter. Yeah, that's why I say ignore, I think you can ignore yeah. the last one, but it's still worrying on the other. Uh, it is worrying overall, yeah, because yeah, even the one before, increasing. as you said, is is higher. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so again, numbers don't support the claim, but there is some worrying statistics still with like inactive accounts that is still, yeah. that's still uh, seemingly becoming an increasing problem in the game. Um, also another thing that I just wanted to bring up because there's, there's this weird sentiment from some players that 14 is quote unquote dying because casuals are destroying the game. Uh, our peers are destroying the game, which is the most absurd thing I've heard uh, because RP is the, the, the backbone of all MMORPGs. It's in yeah. the fucking genre name, RPG. Yeah. I Spare think... me. No. 
role players or casuals are the, the majority. They're the majority, and they're the people who keep most MMOs afloat. The reason, if if this game was dying, the blame would fall on the developers rather than the the, the player base. And mm. you know, the role players are the really good people because they're the ones who find something fun to do with nothing exactly. to do. They're just talking. Yeah. They're just standing around talking, and yeah. that's good for them. Yeah, they organize lots of like community events and all that stuff. Yeah, they invite. Yeah people who don't rp they embrace the old school uh, mmo spirit yes yes so i don't it, see how once those know. people start going that's when you know that's it's when you know out. yeah exactly like, if, yeah. if i logged on and i didn't get advertised for a nightclub like, this game's fucking <laughs> it's over it's, it's over <laughs> make that yeah. video our peers are some of the more welcoming types of players in this game yeah welcoming and incredibly you know lenient mm-hmm. with what the game yes. offers I will, I will make this quick note too. It, if you say the phrase "toxic casuals," <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Just shut up. Yeah, please. Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? No. Yeah. <laughs> what that? That's not a real. You're just making up a guy to be angry about. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. I will not take your casuals. People, if you, if you say that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Also, like, yeah. I don't know. It's 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 weird, and it's like they're trying to target someone just to get their frustration out. Um, but yeah, it's not the casuals. It's not the RPers. Uh, people have been RPing in MMO uh, MMOs since they started. That was that's yeah. like that's it. It's, that's what it yeah. is. You can you can maybe make the argument that casuals is more of a new thing for MMOs, which we're trying to adapt to. That's true. Uh, you had to be very hardcore to play old MMOs back in the that day. That is true. But it is not. That's a sign of the times. It is we, not 2001 yeah, we, anymore. That no, is. We are in. It's a different world we live in now. Yeah. MMOs are far less prevalent than they used to be. And they do now have to compete with games as a service. Type, yes. Uh, exactly. Systems, which is often like you're not. You can enjoy a game as a service. And it's difficult but like you can enjoy them without paying for something whereas an mmo has to convince you to continuously pay a monthly quarterly or however many however often uh fee yeah 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 i mean it's an old man genre just straight up like this is totally anecdotal but i feel like everyone i know who plays 14 is like late 20s yeah 30s that's like to it's, be. it's a retirement home for video games but that's what 14 is trying it's trying to pull new blood in and it's difficult because it upsets the old people you know it upsets that's true the boomer boomers will be boomers and i use boomers as just a term a catch-all for old people like us yeah. old sour men uh old specifically. if you're past 25 it's fucking over right yeah <laughs> yes yeah. you're old uh, Christmas cakes, and I think yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so th- there's a battle there that's going on. It's difficult to balance, you know, the the new with the old. They still have to give us old type <laughs> stuff, but you know, they also. It is. To... I mean, fourteen is generally a more casual, friendly MMO, but you know that going in. Yeah, and if you've done all the content that suits your mmo niche 
then there are you know there are other options out there. I know the talk like the go play other games thing is not a the best spiel you can do as a game developer. Always mystified me that. I will say, I'll, I'll say this to someone who's played a lot of MMOs. For people who fourteen is their only MMO they've played, I highly encourage you to play other MMOs. I think having a breadth of knowledge on MMOs makes you appreciate what 14 does well and makes you understand what 14 could do better. And I think I think that's an important thing, piece of knowledge to have about, you know, if if you enjoy MMOs as a genre, it's good to have that knowledge. That's an experience. True, but mm. you playing I don't know. I I've I've when you say play other MMOs, this, try other MMOs. Is, I, think I don't mean play them this, for years. Yeah. I just mean, yeah, jump in and enjoy yeah, yeah. them. Yeah. Um, pop a month on, on, you know, pop a month on WoW and experience it. Mm. Try the ESO, Guild Wars 2. Try mm. them out and see what they do differently. I, uh, Melee I is up... specifically... T- oh, sorry. Okay, Georgi and then Rollo. Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, Mailer is specifically talking to people that enjoy MMOs as a genre. That's not everyone that plays 14. No, so he's not. True. It's, not a, it's not a request he's making to everyone. True, no. true. Yeah, Willow? Uh, no, I'm just saying, I was. Uh, I, I grew up playing MMOs. Not like the same MMOs most people play. I played a lot of like Korean MMOs growing up. Um, MapleStory. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Chinese one, I think, actually. Uh-huh. Lineage 2. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I play Lineage 2 every day, man. Mm. But um, no, yeah, it's it playing different games like in the genre. It does give you perspective, and mm-hmm. it lets you criticize it better. Yeah. I agree. Um, not, I'm not saying that you have to to be able to criticize 14, but if you see what else is out there, you know, like you're able to better articulate yourself. Mm-hmm. At yeah, the least. you can see what's way. possible. Yes. Like, there's two interesting... Two examples. 14 has etherites you can teleport to at a whim. Yeah. Whereas, let's say, WoW, especially old WoW, has flight paths that you attune to when you get there, but you have to go through the path when you're flying in, you know, in real time. So it's a longer journey to get to where you want to go to. Wait, until you've attuned, though. Right? So you go to a new place and you've right-clicked the flight master, and now you've got this point unlocked on your map, and you can you can fly between the points. Oh, okay. But you, there's an there's... it's like a taxi service. Right, right I see, I see. Which so it's like honestly, chocobo porters. Chocobo porters. Yeah. yeah, which is honestly, yeah, I was gonna say that sounds great. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like chocobo porters. So that makes the world feel big mm. because there's travel time. Yeah, but. When you're traveling from the north to the south for the 500th time, you might not enjoy that as much as you did. That's fair. Whereas Imagine 14 if is you quick had to... travel. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine if you had to travel in real time from um, Labyrinthos to Ultima Thor. You right. see? Right. Yeah. 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 Some uh-huh. things like that would have a portal in WoW now. But, you know, from in one island, you would travel. And that's a different, you know, openness to the world and having that. You can understand why that's appealing to some people. Well, and we, I should say that fourteen whatever. does force you to walk until you've attuned to a the crystal. First time. Yeah, yeah, and that's good. It also that's forces you opinion. to attune to wind currents to fly. Yeah. So the, the, it still has. It's a that good old schoolish yeah. 
things to make the world feel large the first time around. Hated by a large amount of the player base. I will say that. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, Which is, yeah. <laughs> In the future, you will just be able to fly from default, potentially, because that's, no, that's, that's the way the wind That's blows. actually an interesting thing, because they haven't budged on that. They've, they've, well, I appreciate They that. have made them easier to find during MSQ, so you're always near one when you do the main scenario. Mm. But... It's still there. But they have some tied to the side quests, which unlock after, yes. which is clever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah, the don't want to go to your new expansion zone and immediately ignore it all by flying away. You've put so much effort mm. in. Yeah. Makes yeah. me sad. Yeah. Yeah. So, that yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. So let's talk about the actual issues then, because uh, we are already on. Uh, we're we're on the track here. So, um. One of the, the the big ones that I've seen is that 14s, and I this is something I partially agree with, is that 14s battles are starting to become samey. Like this even on this savage level, true. they are essentially the same fights. Um, they're using like a formula they, that they just reuse every time. Like you'll you'll do a you'll go into savage. Mm-hmm. And you'll just immediately start identifying what the fights are, and you already know how mm. they work. Yeah, you already know. Like with, they always uh, start with a raid wide, raid wide yeah. first, and then yeah. Um, a possible explanation, not a defense for this, is that they have explicitly said that the both raid series, this expansion, and I think they've said this with dungeons ever since Heavensward, maybe, is that um. Dungeons have always been like the newer team, newer developers, so that they can get their feet wet in terms of fight design and like uh, location design. Um, I think what they've said this expansion as well is that this has been a turning point from some of the old devs passing on their the opportunity to some of the younger devs to make new battle content in the twenty four man and eight man raids, which as a result might might the why content, in particular this expansion, has been a little bit more formulaic in the sense that they're trying to find what they can and can't do, and then maybe, maybe next expansion it will get a bit more adventurous, but that might explain at least for this expansion why it is the way it is. Yeah, that's and yeah, And we have been getting some interestingly shaped arenas this expansion which i know is like such a small thing but for the longest time we were only getting circles and squares that's true so the fact that like we have arenas like uh p7 or p9 or sorry p10 or the octomammoth these are all like exciting and new things that we get to experience at least they're experimenting a little bit even if not necessarily as much as some people want yeah that's true the arena shapes is an interesting point because you know, in, in all content like, you know, Ralga's arena. Very mm-hmm. interesting. And it makes use of it in the fight. Byragot's arena shifting, like actually moving them. Mm-hmm. Good. That was um, good. You know, Hippocampus was cool. Yeah. Um, you know, there's been a few interesting ones here and there. Mm-hmm. The, they've, they've definitely done a shift there, but the dance, the dance, the, the procedure of events. Is at a point where sometimes it still interests me. I really, really like Hippocampus Savage. Sometimes it feels like it's just very similar each time you go in. 
Yeah. And, and even if you see like something that looks like a new thing, you'll be like, oh, but it's that, it's that, but we do true. this instead. You yeah. Know? It's like Hippocampus had limit cut. Yes. And now we've got limit cut with. Uh, Pepsi, didn't Pepsi Man start it? I think Pepsi, Pepsi Man, Man started Limit yeah. Cut, I think. Yeah, so that's why it was so notorious. It was so hard. Yeah. But there's there's so many like there's so many recreations of old moves. Akmon has been around forever now. Dive yeah. like you know, Dive Bombs is a unique one that Clock hasn't really positions. had much. Like Clock positions. Oh yeah. Uh, uh Shiva what? Circles. Yeah. Uh, Earth. Uh, shakers going wrong. need to bring back some of that classic uh gordius design one person has to get in the mech walker for See? the entire fight <laughs> it's weird but you can make it work if you dedicate yourself i agree rollo there's more that's stuff that you can see in other mmos where they're more like there's more more dynamic stuff going on like you have maybe you have to well, run to another to platform you have to do uh, you have to mount something you have to do something like there's like a puzzle or whatever and right now, it's always arena, start with raid wide, introduce either clock positions, limit. Now, you'll start, you start slowly. You do, you do like yeah. a, you know, attack tank, give uh, tank busters, uh, either shared or split. Um, then, you know, do your gimmick, clock positions or <laughs> limit mm. cut, uh, AoE, uh, maybe a tank buster following that. And then raid wide, raid wide. Do another gimmick, limit cut, clock positions, yeah. and then just rinse and repeat. Just but put on combine mechanics now. Now we'll yes, combine, combine them now. Now you have to do limit cut and clock positions because now there's meteors. Yeah, that's that's the stuff that. Here's happens. an idea. I'm going to give you Squarey. This one's for free, right? Mm. A raid fight where at some point, just as a part of the fight. You go into the Air Force One mode. You have to fly around shooting the bots. <laughs> that would be It'd cool. Be yeah, it would be would neat. Be... But I I agree with Rollo. They would never allow that in a savage fight. No. Because they... Remember the complaints that people had about the the phase transitions for Biak for Biako yeah, yeah, and yeah. Um, there can't be uh, any downside. There this can't is be the trouble. No. No. People, yeah, that's the well, the you, dichotomy if, of wanting well, funny things versus just wanting to fight and do stuff. If it's savage. something that they can't do things that are like fun once and right. then not again, that that has to be in, a, in something that has to be farmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there, there well, are other animals that do uh, do this correctly. Like maybe have the boss move. Like you go from one arena to the other. Make something else. I'm kind of tired of the fight just being. A fuck all like circle in the middle of just floating in nothing and there's like no world around like there's nothing what if the boss was like in an actual place and then the face transition is that the boss just like fucking runs off and you have like kind of like um gilgamesh uh in uh, yeah but better than that obviously and then you you run into a new room and fight them in there. Stuff like that can freshen shit up a little bit instead of just yeah, but you being. See, I think that... you can still damage it while it moves. He doesn't have to move no, no, really no, no, fast. No. I I agree. I mean, sort of. Um, uh, what's it called? Ghost Train or oh, Phantom Train is kind of like that, right? Sort of. Um, and then Shinryu is as well. I think they suffer from the fact that the arenas are always going to be the same. Like, yeah even if they are in different places. Yeah, that's true, but at least it'll feel, you can make the area in between look different, you know? They can you can mm -hmm. I don't know. It's 
It's start- it sometimes experiment, and in my opinion, it works. And then they often play it safe. Back in, I think that's a big thing with the game right now is playing it safe. That's, I mean, that's my biggest. That's gripe. always been a fourteen thing. From a Realm yeah. Reborn, though, the the arenas they put effort into making sure that it looked like you were in the place that you were mm-hmm. fighting them. Yeah. Now it's just like we'll just do some void shit in the background and some sparklies, and now you're fighting. Which ones from which ones from a realm reborn are you specifically thinking? Coil. Well, there's Coil. There's Alexander. There's which is inside Alex. I agree. Mm -hmm. Alexander, I think, is an example. Yeah. Um, Really, Omega was when the eight man. Yeah, that's when it really started going off the handle. Uh, I think the thing. Yeah, look I at Trials, too. Some, Same thing. I think the thing I kind of miss about, like, older, weirder mechanics um, is that it was a nice way to get to introduce people to, like, the raid or something or mecha- or whatever, but they're doing an easier position where, like, it's not relying on DPS. Like, the Mechwalker thing, you could easily put, like, your weaker static member on that yeah. if you just know they're not, like, they're still learning it or whatever or they're just hmm. not particularly great at the job. But they, you know, like, you know, you used to want to include them because you're a friend or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or if you remember in um, when it first came out in Labyrinth of the Ancient for Behemoth, um, you would have one of the tanks, mostly just on the tower. They just like oh, deactivated the tower. The tower yeah. Four of the tanks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. There was more tanks back then. Yeah. Um, where they would just be on the towers and their job wasn't DPS. Right. Or even mitigation, really. Mm-hmm. Just literally press the button so the rest of us yeah. don't die yeah and that's i remember that was a distinct memory for me even too when i was getting into the game and like they put me on that position because oh, like I, I didn't know what i was doing right yeah you know i remember as a healer having to press those tower buttons because the other tanks didn't know what the fuck they were doing yeah i did that so many <laughs> yeah. times too. yeah yeah, yeah. The, it, they should be doing it but, you know. yeah you don't have to do it now though but, no um, that, that's something i feel like was lost was just like giving yes like mechanics mm, things yeah. where you have to split off and do something yeah you can absolutely balance fights around that too like that's not yeah just lower the dps requirement overall it's not yeah. hard yeah like even um some of the alex fights like the one where you get broken up into the four compartments and have to do a little mechanic on your own that's mm-hmm. really neat mm-hmm. yeah that is cool. I agree with you on that. I wish there were more opportunities to do that. I would like them to be combat based or at least in some ways like movement based still. Mm. They don't yeah. necessarily need to create entirely new mechanics in the set. They don't have to shift genres in the style of Air Force One. Yeah. There are definitely. Oh, wouldn't that be cool though? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be cool, but I don't think I would like to do it over and over again. L- l- Our healer has to complete. Uh, the the leap of faith challenge. <laughs> yeah. Beat the, the, the beat the fight. If get your Stop. best jumper on the raid. <laughs> what, what, if, over. what if the mechanic if was... to shift arenas from like phase one to phase two was a quick jump like jumping puzzle? That would be so good. Mm. People would fucking lose their yeah. mind. Yeah, people would, they, would hate it. That would be so good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I think it's a thing yeah, too people... that. I mean, there you go, Rollo. I think it's the thing too that runs because um, right now, you know, fights are about DPS. Like it is, it just matters how quickly you can do DPS yeah. while, you know, resolving the mechanics. Right. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that, it, do you remember back in Shadowbringers when they're like, well, we want healers to heal more? And that was like an explicit thing they were like mm-hmm. bouncing around where like it doesn't make any sense because healers should just DPS. 
because that's that's what wins the fight. The best mitigation is just killing it faster. Yeah. And then true. as you're as you're like gearing up and getting better, you're just you're also healing less, which I think another point of mine is that I think healers are in a bad state personally. I agree. where they're not as engaging as they were before because, you know, like I said, you you gear up I've... more, you heal more, but there's no point to heal more because you just you kill faster already. Yeah. I think healers are in a bad state in content that is not extreme or of a higher difficulty. Because I think in those, at least to a certain extent, our tools are necessary. Whereas in dungeons or anything of that level, there's not enough outgoing damage for us to keep us constantly healing. And right. even oh, in yeah. Savage and things like that, we're not even constantly healing. Obviously, there's still yeah. plenty yeah. of time for us to be just and DPSing. In some fights, are necessary. In some so. fights, the only time they're like, okay, time to heal, is when they do the AoE thing. Where, or well, the, that's the, true. Raid the raid one. And with, mm. that's it. But the point still stands that, it, you know, you go in at mid-eye level and it's a hard fight, but when you've geared up, it's easier now, so you've got less time. You don't need to heal as much. And yeah. Yeah, that's a problem. Like I think I know people hate it. I wouldn't advocate for it to return, but the the level of ability required to stand stance between cleric and out of it to do your DPS and then get back to healing was a skill. And you know, the I best agree, healers were I very good at that. I agree, but I think that was very ping dependent and it was more punishing on people. That is true. That's the issue of it. People yeah. like me, <laughs> who lived <laughs> yeah. in Australia, um, who had to deal with a much higher ping level than those closer to and oh, yeah. Europe, Europeans playing on their American data center. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, in the European lands of Canada. The, yes. The, well, I mean, stance dancing, I never understood why cleric stands had a cooldown initially. Like, why would no, they... Well, why, yeah, that was an issue. Why? It should have just been a toggle. Just... Yeah, but to punish you, you should know when. Yeah, exactly. Also, you have to you have to figure out when to do it with a five second delay, thanks to our our super <laughs> servers in Canada. They should have worked it more like how Black Mage plays. Oh, and you thought you pressed the button? No, you didn't. No, press no, the button. no. Your you heal's didn't. gonna do two hundred and sixty-seven <laughs> HP of health. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I, the balance thing is weird because, like, as a tank, right? You gear up. What do you do? You mitigate better, you do more damage. As mm -hmm. a DPS, what do you do? You, you do more damage and take less damage. Yeah. As a healer, what do you do? You can do more damage and you can heal better, but you're people less. need to be healed less. Yeah. So it's like, what's the... Yeah, I mean, it... if anything, you should, to make your life more interesting, you should never gear up. <laughs> I, I don't know if you saw the clip of someone just fucking like i need to i need to just make healing more exciting and it's just like everyone standing in like the tank aoe <laughs> and just, like it's in, in the latest extreme is very funny it's like yeah that's kind of the state of healing yeah i don't think it's one this team can solve i don't think i just think they just don't understand what they want healers to do in this game well yeah healer we, that's a true healer specifically they they're struggling to figure out where we are in this. I actually think they know what they want. I just think they're struggling to make it play out. Yeah, but... No. Yeah. Well, just look it's at how much healing has changed over the, the, the years. I mean, it's been a lot of misses. A oh, lot. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, what I'm saying is they have a goal that they're not reaching. I'm not yeah. saying that they're the only thing they can do here want. is well, there's two options: raid-wide, like savage mechanics, are percentage-based rather than flat damage, or every mechanic is just hellwind. Mm. Uh, mm. So you're just constantly having to heal everyone back to the max because there's nothing like there's no way they can balance it outside of that. No. Percentage-based damage would work quite well though. Yeah. That's true. I th I think they should make gimmicks, but make them just for healers, so they have some fun to do. I don't know. Make Agreed. them play tactile. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Have an NPC um, that needs healing during a phase or something, or they you know... need to make a better way of us allow allowing us to heal NPCs. That is yeah. 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 It is hard to target them. Yeah. But you know, something like that. Well, yeah. That was a thing in um, Dragon Song Ultimate, where you have right. to heal yes. and also yeah. and also new extreme. Yes. Oh yeah. 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 But Horshifant was better. Of course. Well, yeah. Ultimate is pretty much the only place where they seem to really nail how good this game can be. Yeah, but that's like catering to the one percent of the one percent. Yeah, yeah. Which one percent so... get the best content? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so surprised. Uh, like, I feel nothing for ultimates personally. Like, I think it's cool to see. I guess like the the mechanics that they do are kind of interesting. But like, I don't care to watch it. It's Personally, I don't particularly find that kind of content like exciting just to watch. Okay. Um, but it's such like a small audience. I feel like that does it. At least maybe in the West, I'm sure it's higher in JP. No, I think it's, smaller, like, it's um, a much larger percentage in Japan. Yeah, it'd be larger, yeah. but it's still uh, a small percentage. But I think there is the missing link in 14. Uh, the the link being between doing your daily roulettes. And doing Savage or an Extreme, which is, I guess, closer to Roulette's, but still. if I feel like if you're good at this game, or if you have a lot of game knowledge, or you just know how to play your job well, but for whatever reason, you can't commit to raids, um, or you just hard it's hard to find a group of eight-man people for whatever, you don't have as much to do. Exactly. Especially in this yeah. expansion. That's an yeah. issue of this expansion. Yeah. yeah there, there is, that goes into the next point we were going to talk about. Yes. Yeah. That's what I feel the missing link is, is that it, which makes it weird when they're having like higher tier stuff for like a smaller percent of people, but still have that really wide gap in the in like the middle. Mm -hmm. I think the issue there is that they have always committed to having catering to this high level of the higher highest level players ever since A Realm Reborn. There has always been Savage or the equivalent of Savage. And then they attempted to make a middle ground with normal raids, which we did not have in A Realm Reborn. Right. Sadly, a lot of people find them too easy and compar comparable to, and not at a mid-core level or what they right. would consider to they, be mid-core. They just kind of feel like a dungeon boss. Normal raids equals like normal trials equals alliance raid equals a dungeon boss. It's all on the same level of requirements. I yeah, essentially. Um... Yeah. Uh, also Criterion we... Dungeons equals good attempt at mid-core, low number but of players content with shit rewards. I think part of the problem as well is that if you look at what we have for um, casual content, the dungeon specifically, we're even losing stuff there now when they've gone back. You know, red... They've gone back and essentially... I would say, in some cases, destroyed fights to I make them work with, with trust. Trusts have destroyed yeah. dungeons, in my opinion, and you can love trusts, and I will allow you to love trust, and I won't, you know, it's fine. It's very cool fighting the boss with Orianger, but 
trusts have destroyed like how much they can do with a dungeon. I'm glad the they're there. They're having to change old dungeons. Yeah. But I'm happier I experienced those dungeons the way I did. It, yeah, yeah, me too. Same. I yeah. agree. But no one likes maintenance, and that's what I think this expansion is, which is a res- which as a result has sadly meant that it's had less content overall. Yeah. Um, is that like because they are going back to fix up things in the past that either they haven't been able to address or that they want to address now so they don't have to address them even later. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Like we are getting the graphics update for the next expansion. Um, yeah. They we do have trust so that the entire like dungeon. Uh, solo the entire msq dungeons are now soloable for whenever this mmo sadly starts to actually die mm-hmm. yes yeah i mean it's something that probably needs to be done like well we are fortunate that we got to go through it and experience it and we've done all those dungeons loads of times yes and it no, is sad to see them change i don't I, it's a strategy that that's happened it unfortunately sets a precedent for the future of dungeons because mm. they will just mm-hmm. keep that template probably they, they love templates now, yeah. you've uh, already established well, this it will... again it could be a case of like they are discovering what they can do with trusts and yeah. like it's easier to change it into what they already know they can do rather than like completely rework them so now that they know what the limitations of trusts are they can potentially experiment with that in future dungeons that yeah. doesn't save those that they've had to change previously but maybe i don't think it necessarily is a negative indicator of what is coming in well, the future. i'm just we're trying to explain the the feelings yeah, yeah. people are having is that yeah. everything feels like the same it's everything yeah, I'm is pretty the confident the future dungeon is going to be three bosses yeah. with a trash pool before them all forever now we we also did <laughs> not just... mention we touched on it there's no long-term content currently in the game we yeah. talked about no. uh, Eureka and Bosia. There's nothing like that currently, which means we've lost that part, which has kept, you know, you maybe you hated Eureka. Maybe you hated Bosia, but it was there. You could do stuff in there. The relic is just tombstones. There was nothing to do there either. You you, If you're doing your roulettes, because, I mean, what else are you going to do? <laughs> uh, you, you have the tomes. Mm. So you, yeah. it's just done. That's a problem it is a question. with Endwalker, which yeah, I think has made it more, you made it feel it more mm. this time than you did in the yeah. previous expansions. Chad is bringing up that, like, those resources might have gone elsewhere this expansion. Like, they might, those the resources that went into exploratory uh, forays might have been what ended up being the um, Criterion and Variant Dungeons as well as Island Sanctuary. The issue is, like, if these things, if these types of content either don't appeal to you, or like they, then you won't do them, or like you you have done them quickly and now you just don't have anything to do with them anymore. Right. That is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have to wrap up. Sanctuary. So, oh, do we? Yeah, we do. We're fifteen minutes past into, oh the, into the post show now. But yeah, go <clears> and finish your thought, Mela. I was just going to say, Island Sanctuary is a, a a breath of fresh air in some aspects. Mm-hmm. The latest update as chat does point out is an incredibly lazy way of putting longevity into content in the capped weekly 29 week amount that you can get that that's, ain't it that's not it i mean what uh, what it's i find something to do casually in the background and you'll eventually get a reward but that's not I mean, a way of keeping people that's, interested that's that's true and i will say it's a little sad because it's not you're doing it all alone that's true it's like mm. there's just something yes. 
about being playing an MMORPG and then being confined mm. to a place where you're all alone doing content just for you. Like there's very siloed in this game. Yeah, it's like a little. It's a. It's yeah. It's a little sad. Um, but if we're going to be positive, just... I think we're going to. We're just. Let's just wrap up here. Island Sanctuary is good. Any mm-hmm. thoughts on that before we wrap, Gary? Island Sanctuary. Oh, I was just going to say that they have experimented this expansion. It's just that like it just might not have landed. Like it. Like Eureka for some people did not land. I found mm. as a result, I actually feel like I had less to do in Stormblood than I have personally had to do in Shadowbringers. Shadow, not Shadowbringers, uh, Endwalker. Endwalker has worked out better for me because I prefer, personally, Island Sanctuary to Eureka. But for many people, Island Sanctuary has not hit in the same way, in the same way that like Criterion and Variant Dungeons haven't hit. So That's the trouble, isn't it? Like, well, yeah, that's part of the problem. I mean, think for a lot of people, there's a lot of misses in Endwalker. Yes. And mm. um, yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. Uh, anything I to think- add, Rollo? Yeah, um, I think I can just end it by saying that 14's not dying. No. If you say that, hmm. it's just... Rents well, do, I get it. Y- yes. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, And you bet I, the title of this episode is going to be real nice. Rents do. <laughs> yeah. Name yeah. the title of that. Rent is due. Rent is due. Game sucks. 14 sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I got to pay bills. <laughs> um, yeah. But I think that at least personally, like I, I agree with the sentiments that people have that like they have less to do. Uh, there's less interesting stuff going on, and there are ongoing problems, uh, which I I agree with. I you know I have my issues as well. I think personally, and Walker, I've had a lot less to do. Hmm. Uh, this is kind of like the I feel like the least active I've been in the game. I get on like once or twice a week for a couple hours, um, but you know I'm, I'm still enjoying it. Obviously, I've just kind of done anything i want to do you know? yeah <laughs> but um i i think they see some of the issues it seems like they're yeah. gonna take their sweet time addressing it of course their usual yeah. screen explain so maybe you'll see some changes later on uh, um i think my last point the uh, i meant to say earlier actually is that i feel like the best way to play this game uh and i, I don't mean this as a as a, as a um, slight against mm-hmm. this game is um someone who comes back maybe twice a year when the patches come out and they play three months at a time. Mm. I think it's the best way to experience the game mm-hmm. currently because <laughs> I feel like yeah, as yeah. A, being an up-to-date player, is just, eh, it's a bit know. of a chore. Yeah. 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 That, but that's another thing. This is the expansion that I have spent the most playing PvP more than any other expansion. That's true. And that is partially a result of the PvP system overhauls. Yes. Crystalline Conflict crystalline conflict i think we can all agree at least that it, that's that it's was fantastic. a fantastic um, yeah yeah great fun it, they yeah. managed like to do, make pvp fun <clears throat> i wouldn't i wouldn't say I, I i still wouldn't say i love pvp rollo but i certainly <laughs> enjoy it more than i have I in do. any previous expansion i enjoy crystal i conflict. really like that's, it now. that's fun yeah i don't like front lines no but i like it's good when i, I win. Like... It's bad when i lose no. <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly rollo no i like seas and i like uh, on sale, Hakar. I don't like current shatter. Right. Oh no, shatter. No shatter. Oh, God. Yeah. Also, uh, just just quickly again, we Georgi mentioned it, but remember that this hasn't been an expansion where they've done a lot of under the hood updates, which has taken mm-hmm. a lot of resources away. There's a graphical up- update coming. The trusts, obviously, that's mm-hmm. done now. That that's freed up. All of that has been freed I, up. Yeah. 
So I would say if we get the same level of content next expansion, that might that definitely be a sign. We to might worry. have to sit down again. Like, yeah, exactly. If you're if you're able to accept that, like they have they have done a lot of things. It's just they're kind of things that either you don't notice on the daily, or they're things that don't really affect us as current players. Sadly. Yeah. 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 I think Dawn Trail is uncharted waters, and yes. I think it's okay to be scared because the like you can love or hate Endwalker. I think saying it is not it isn't a bad expansion in any way. No. Looking no. back on some of the older expansions, they had massive problems, but the reason you loved them was twofold. The game was newer and you were very invested in this ten year arc. That yes. arc has ended now. Yes. Like it or mm. love it. Or hate it or whatever. Like it or love it, dude. Like it or love it. You've got those two options. <laughs> no other options. No other options. Yeah. But this has ended it, and it might have stung. It might have hit. But it's 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 you're free. You've been let free and you've yeah. got to now think mm. where we're going. They and are if this offering will hit you, or miss. They were you. they're offering you a chance to experience the game anew with exactly. Stone Trail. It feels like they're just we're just starting over. Here's a new thing. We're going somewhere else. Just we're going on holiday, god damn You're it. We're going on holiday. Something <laughs> it, cool could happen. We could get another 10-year epic story. It could be a miss. Yeah. You might not like it, and that's okay. Yeah. It, it's uncharted, scary waters, but it'll be fine, I'm sure. Yes. Man, if you thought things were dire now, you should have been the, there for the Heavensward patches. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, I think that was the game's low point, was some of those Heavensward patches. Fucking... We don't have... It's we yeah. can't, we can't nothing to do. I, I would sit down and talk about uh, and uh, heaven's word, but yeah, um, just know times have been rough in this this game's exactly. life before. This isn't yeah. a new three point one was a fucking nightmare, and I nothing. I don't think we've ever had anything as bad as that actually yet. So probably not. No, no. And enjoy what you have now because it's not as you bad. Guys as you don't know drought. Uh, for a lot not of people, like rent have. is due, and that's why we're seeing so much negativity. Uh, so uh, don't worry. Is for Final Fantasy fourteen dying? No. Is it in trouble? No. That's it. Thanks for watching, everyone. We'll be back next week, <laughs> same time, same place. Remember to follow on Twitter at speakersxv, twitch.tv slash YouTube, huh? <laughs> YouTube.com slash speakersxv, exclamation Discord in chat. If you're watching live, mm -hmm. join our Discord server. If you're watching on the man, links in the description. Uh, stay tuned for the post show. If you're watching live, we'll be answering questions from the syndicate and probably not read my immortal again. <laughs> <laughs> See you there. Bye. Bye. Uh You've just listened to an episode of Speaker Supplied Alone, produced by Speakers Network. Producer for this episode was Lukeel Bravestone. Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy XIV is a registered trademark of Square Enix Holding Company Limited. If you would like to support the show, consider pledging to our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash speakersxiv or buy some merch at teespring.com slash stores slash speakersxiv. Link to both of these sites, as well as our Discord server, is provided in the episode description. Thank you for listening to this Speakers Network production.